Listen to this podcast, guys. You'll flow too. 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 Hey guys, Alex here from Capacity Geek, and I'm joined as always with Bobby and Walter. Say hey guys. Hey everybody. And uh, boys, I'm getting a sense of deja vu here, aren't you? A little it bit. Like we uh, tried this before and it didn't work. Almost like we did this a, about a year ago. Yeah, almost like this was one of our original episodes that we were going to release. Like, even in the end of our second episode, Invader Zim, uh, enter the Florpus? It was the Florpus, right? Not the Flopus, not the fl- Flopian tubes? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what it is anymore. I, I believe it was Florpus. Yes, but anyway, at the end of that episode, we teased that we were going to do It Chapter 1. Because we were about to see it chapter two, and I believe we were going to do that as a double feature, and then we quickly changed things around and ended up doing um, hush and trick or treat instead, which kind of made things a little bit better. But I believe our original lineup wasn't it: Rocco's Modern Life, um, Invader Zim, it chapter one, it chapter two, and then the Halloween episode, right? It was either that. Yes, yes, it was. It was that. It, it would have been that. But um, I feel like we're missing an episode because yeah, we did. I think we were gonna like do something like Avengers Endgame or something like that. No, I think we were gonna do the Let's Fight About It in one episode. Oh, okay, yeah. So we were still gonna do Let's Fight About It. We were still gonna do Trick or Treat and Hush, but in one instead of yeah, two. which. Yeah, but anyway, we ended up doing Carrie 76, which was a great show, but um, yeah, so today we're discussing It Chapter 1. Like we said, in 2019, in our first season, we attempted to do this episode, but we just really didn't have a lot to say about it because we weren't really good at podcasting at the time. And hey, you know, uh, maybe if this episode goes right, uh, eventually we can see Rocketman. Yes. I feel like I'm distanced enough from Rocket Man that I can talk about it without getting too far de- in depth into it. I haven't seen it since uh, when would it? It would have been June last time I saw it. Whereas I was watching it every other week when uh, we had an idea for it to be our final episode of season one. So yeah, so Rocket Man and Small Soldiers are the only reviews that we have planned, we did some work on, we've never released. And for Small Soldiers, I know we said that we might release that in um, uh, around the time of our one year uh, in September, but looking back at it, it does, in context, take a, a place a lot in January. We were very different people back then. Um, you know, we it, what I'm trying to say is that half of the episode is us ranking our favorite films of 2019, and that would be kind of weird at the end of 2020 <laughs> to release. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably going to be our one lost episode. Um, also, Bobby gets a little in-depth into a couple topics we don't like to talk about. And, uh... <laughs> you see, and, uh, that's why I block out most of anything that I do ever. You looked up Rule 34 of the female gremlin. <laughs> Are you proud of yourself? For on the time? show, and you you casted it on the TV. Well, now we know it exists, and it's unfortunate. We didn't need to know it existed back then. We, I would be completely fine not knowing it exists now. 
Uh, but Walter, look at how much you've grown as a human being. I think that stunted my growth as a human being. Well, what are you talking I mean, about? You're, you're like, six four, three hundred pounds. <laughs> anyway, and you're also like thirty-seven, so there's not you. much growing. Oh man. Um, okay, so it chapter one. Let's get right into it because you know this this is a long time coming. Our one of our fir- our first lost episodes, and you know. I think we got a little losers club of our. Uh, I think we have a little losers club of our own. Look at me, I'm I'm like uh, what's his name, Bill Bill in the movie. I'm over here stammering and stuttering. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we have our own little posse over here, and I feel like this time we can do this right. We can do it chapter one without giving up. What do you guys say? That's nah, cool. Let's go. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Right. We are currently sitting in the basement with the dark red smart light on. And uh, so, yeah, if we don't make it out of here, just uh... so, yeah, I constantly forget how much I love this fucking movie. Oh, my God. It's it's a masterpiece. It is. It's honestly I know I say trick or trick or treat is my favorite Halloween based horror movie. And I say The Shining is my favorite horror movie horror movie. But honestly, this movie might beat out The Shining. In that, especially, I can't even say that The Shining is my favorite Stephen King horror movie, because this is a Stephen King horror movie. Right. This is, you know, Stephen King's classic It. You know, if you think of Stephen King, you think of The Shining, you think of Carrie, you think of maybe Salem's Lot, um, Cujo, Christine. You know, honestly, there's a lot of Stephen King works, but you... Pet Cemeteries. Yes, Pet Cemetery, Children of the Corn, um... For maximum all the, overdrive. I was gonna say for all the wrong reasons, you think about Maximum Overdrive, the one movie he directed, the only movie he's ever directed, uh, drunk off Listerine. I've told you guys, I told you guys earlier today, I had a Halloween costume where I dressed up as Stephen King. I essentially just wore a flannel, carried around a copy of Carrie, and had a bottle of Listerine in the shirt pocket. It was a pretty fun. It was pretty fun being Stephen King for Halloween one year. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I first heard about this movie, I believe the trailer first dropped in 2017. And I was at, I, ex- I remember exactly where I was when I watched the trailer for It Chapter One. I was waiting in line for the rock and roller coaster in um, uh, MGM Studios in Walt Disney World in Florida, 2017, early April, all right? I get a notification on my phone saying that the It Chapter 1 trailer, or it was just called It at the time. They didn't... uh, I'll talk about it, too. I'll talk about it in the theater, because I remember going to the theater with my best friend and seeing this movie. And, um, yeah, but, you know, just... Movies don't typically creep me out as much as... I would like them to like, yes, there's like the exorcist, which I personally can't get through. Not really because it gets freaky. Cause like I, I've seen most of the freaky scenes, you know, it's everywhere in pop culture. There's yeah. the spider walk. There's the vomiting, the soup, the screwdriver. The screwdriver. No, that's a crucifix. Oh, that's right. That's right. It is a yeah. It's a crucifix that she uses to, uh, do things. Yes. But, um, uh, yeah, so I've never actually seen The Exorcist all the way through. 
Um, I, we two weeks ago we talked about a movie that scared the shit out of me as a child, The Omen, which you oh, know, God. yeah, that was more that, that that was very irrational, just a shitty horror movie remake <laughs> of the two thousands. Really shitty. Really, really shitty. Um, but really, horror movies have always just been kind of. I, I like horror movies, don't get me wrong, but they've never been something to get me scared. Like, I wouldn't put on a horror movie and get scared. Um, there was one summer where me and my friend Stone, uh, if you ever listen to this, uh, shout out to Stone. How you doing, bud? But um, we saw a really good, uh, it's not a horror movie in kind of the aspect of it, but um 10 Cloverfield Lane. You guys ever watched that? I haven't, but I've heard great things. Oh, about it's it. so good. It's the best of the Cloverfield films. We should watch it. Um, another. I just like watch 10 Cloverfield films. Do, do we have to watch the Cloverfield Paradox? I mean, I would <laughs> like to. I've heard it. I've heard, I, I it's, stand guy. I I heard, heard it's terrible. So many bad things. I heard it's terrible. That was the straight to Netflix one, right? Yeah, the one that came out the same day as the Super Bowl and nobody knew that it was coming out until then. Oh my god. Cloverfield, right? I guess. I guess. But then uh, we also watched The Boy. Uh, which of you have seen The Boy? I am not. Um, it's actually really... It's okay. It's You know, you can probably guess what the big twist is, but yeah, The Boy is pretty good. Um. Oh, oh, oh. The, the one with the little porcelain doll? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. The one where everyone hates the twist at the end? Yes. Including me. I did, was not <laughs> fond of that twist at the end because it was, it was literal bullshit. Like, I'm not going to give it away in case anyone listening uh, intends on seeing it, but yeah, like, it ruins everything about the movie in theory. Right. Um, yeah, but um, I know you guys, because I do remember having these conversations around the original uh, recording. You guys have never, well, Walter, yes, Bobby, definitely not. You guys aren't really into horror movies that much. I'm, I'm into certain horror movies. Uh, I'm definite, I definitely lean more towards liking uh, the thriller sides of things versus the slasher movies. But I do enjoy uh, a good horror movie. Uh, I used to not. I used to think horror movies were stupid. Yeah. But uh, in recent years, I've come around to very much enjoying them. But a lot like you, they don't really scare me. Like, I can see why they would be scary. Mm -hmm. Yes, I see the smile on your face. I remember how I reacted at it, Chapter 2. And Chapter 1. And Chapter 1 tonight. This Jump is... scares occasionally get me, especially when they're done well, and they are done incredibly well in it, chapter one and two. Right. Bobby? Yeah. <clears throat> Horror doesn't do a whole lot to me. Like, I mean, I know, I know both it movies at first kind of got me, <laughs> but now it's just like, like, they're just fun to watch. They are incredibly fun to watch, and what I was saying is that the trailer didn't scare me, but, like, it hyped me up because there were moments where I just, you know, got creeped out and I wanted to see this fucking movie. Uh, the ending, which I 
the ending of the trailer, which I referenced as the opener for this episode, where the little kid is like, you'll flow too, Bill. You'll flow too. You'll flow too. You'll flow too. And then the fucking Pennywise just comes running out at him. And that's the first time you see Pennywise in full. I'm like, holy shit. This movie's going to be fucking awesome. That, oh, such a hold on scene. So many it's, scenes in this movie. Oh, uh, we are going to get into it. Are, they're just filmed perfectly, right. and the effects are perfect, and the acting is just mm-hmm. so good. To be honest, if the first episode of, uh, if our original recording, um, you know, if we actually recorded the first It movie when we wanted to, this would probably be the first episode that really followed our old format or whatever format we use where it is one person showing the other two something that they are incredibly a stan of. Right. Because we did the, you know, the two Nickelodeon movies to start, but honestly, this is probably definitely of the 2010s of the 2010s. I can easily say if you count them as a unit, if you count them as two movies together, which is what they're supposed to be. It chapter one and it chapter two. Just it is my favorite horror movie of the 2010s. Sorry. Uh, Have they done like on home release or anything after chapter two, like a cut where it's just back to back? No, because they are still considered two different movies. Okay. Um, And I don't think they'd want to do a phantom edit where it is. uh, Because it would have to be a little bit different than that. It would have to be much like the miniseries where it is where the scenes from childhood are intercut into the scenes of adulthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would probably be how uh, I forget how the original book is formatted. Bobby, do you remember it all? Well, I guess uh, the last time I read the book, I was in fifth grade. Right. And like right after I checked the back end, they banned it from the library. <laughs> right. Um, from what I think, I think it's a little bit different. I think it's actually more, the format of the miniseries where the first half is them as, no, it would be this, it would be this, this would be it where the first half of the book is them as kids. And then the second half of the book is them as adults fighting Pennywise with some scenes of them being kids. Right. Uh, I believe that's how the book is structured, but I might be completely wrong at that. From what I've heard, that's correct. Okay. That's good. Um, yeah, so I saw this with my best friend when we were moving down uh, down in Carbondale, Illinois, SIU. Saluki Strong represent. But um, I believe this is the first movie me and him went to go see together. He was my roommate. Oh, excuse me. He was my roommate at the time. And uh, we moved in, you know, July. So, yeah, end of July, right after my birthday. Um, And, uh, yeah, um, I believe this is the first movie we went to go see together. And we both had a really fun time. Like, it's honestly, like I said, my favorite horror movie, the 2010s, is it chapter one. If you include it, chapter two as well. Uh, I'd have to watch it chapter two again. I was going to for this review, but I just never got around to it. I know I asked you guys to do that and you guys didn't get around to it, which is, which is fine. I mean, I guess maybe we can talk a little bit about it. Chapter two at the end from what we remember about a year ago, 
because I, I do still have a uh, not fresh in my mind, but I still remember how some of that movie went. Right. But um, yeah, so we open on uh, Georgie and Bill. And this is this is how the book opens up. This is how it's probably one of the most iconic scenes where Georgie is chasing the paper boat mm-hmm. down into the storm drain and Pennywise is in there. And, you know, Bill Skarsgård is a very creepy fucking Pennywise. I mean, Tim Curry, don't get me wrong. Tim Curry had his fucking moments as Pennywise. Oh, yeah. And Tim Curry is always great in anything. If I know you guys haven't, um, I know you guys. I never. I I always ask you guys this, but Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've seen like half of it. I've seen like all of it. Right. Okay, that might have to be an episode. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Let's do the time warp again. Yes, 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 yes. But um, yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, he's been in a shit ton of stuff. Wild Thornberries, he's Nigel Thornberry. Yes. And um, he's just always great. But Bill Skarsgård knocks it out of the park as Pennywise in this. Like, to to the fucking um, costume design. Like, you guys got me the Pennywise figure for my birthday. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. I have it somewhere around here. But, like, that's just a creepy fucking design of just this old, old style, just... Yeah former world clown and so tim curry's pennywise mm-hmm. made so many kids about my age even probably around bobby's age too deathly afraid of clowns oh i can definitely believe that i don't even want to fathom what a little child would think of clowns after seeing Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise. Oh, God, yeah. No, definitely. I would not recommend a little kid see this movie. No. I mean, us as adults got scared at moments with Pennywise. I just feel like as a kid, this would fuck you up. It would be traumatizing. It would. Um, I have to look at the list, but there uh, there was a list that came out recently. Uh, scientifically pegging the top 10 scariest movies of all time. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent certain that, um, it chapter one is not in that, but you know, what was number one on that list? What? Um, sinister. Sinister. I don't know that one. That's the one, uh, directed by Scott Derrickson. It's, it's, it's a, it's, I've heard it's a pretty good horror movie. It's from the same guy who directed Dr. Strange. That's what that's what he was doing before he oh. took the job as Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is pretty good. I can't wait for Multiverse of Madness. Oh my god, that's I'm going to come out of I guarantee you I'm gonna come out of that movie being like, and so what does this mean now? Honestly, Walter, you're probably gonna come out of that movie being like, Wow, so this is how movies are. He didn't get a lot of movies in his cave. Sitting by the fire, hoping men do not find. God fucking damn. <laughs> That's how Walter spent his quarantine. Yeah, no, this was like two weeks ago. <laughs> but anyway, um, mm, mm. yeah, so Pennywise, also a hell of a lot more graphic than the miniseries. Like him 
we see him fucking biting off Georgie's arm and Georgie's struggling to get away. Yeah. You feel so bad for that little I kid. Know, oh like, my god. Get up, oh my god, that's just it hurts. As an older brother, it hurts seeing that little kid get fucked up like that. Yeah. And I just I just remember being in that movie theater. We were filled with people. You guys remember movie theaters when you can sit in a room filled with people and they didn't have their faces covered and they could just eat and laugh. And, and, and you could share an emotional reactions to movie scenes that, that assumingly no one there had seen before. Yeah, exactly. But, um... Yeah, those were movie theaters back in the day. <laughs> but, yeah, I just remember after Georgie got got, um, my roommate Tyler and I just looked at each other like, holy fuck. Because this movie, it goes all out. I mean, the kids are always swearing. They're, um, you know, uh, they're, you know, just having a fun time. It really feels like these kids are actually friends and they're actually hanging out. And from what I hear on set, yeah, that's basically how it was. And Bill Skarsgård is a really nice guy. He's a member of the Skarsgård family, you know, Alexander Skarsgård, Stellan Skarsgård, um, who we talked about in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, we talked and about... And Mamma Mia. And Mamma Mia, of course. Stellan Skarsgård, great actor. I love Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Whenever he's, he pops uh, up and stuff. He is. Uh, uh, I loved him in the two Thor, in the first two Thor movies. Oh yes, and how he, how he slowly just lost his fucking mind throughout those. Well, also the Avengers. He was. Uh, that's why he lost yes, his mind because yes, he was yes, yes. in Avengers. Yeah, but um, man, we were really talking about the MCU. Bobby, pull up the list of MCU movies. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, for you. But, uh, but let's let's talk about the Losers Club. Um, so first we have the leader, Bill, and he's kind of the main character in this movie. He feels guilt um, because of Georgie dying. And uh, isn't it revealed in the second movie that he was faking sick because he didn't want to hang out with Georgie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remembered either that was from the book or the miniseries or something like that. But yeah, uh, something they open up in chapter two is that Bill fakes being sick so he doesn't have to hang out with Georgie. So Georgie would leave him alone, leading Georgie to go outside by himself, leading Georgie to get killed and eaten by Pennywise. Uh, so he definitely has a guilt about that that we don't see until the second movie um he also has a prominent stutter that we attribute to his nerves i can't um i can't remember if he had the stutter in the opening scene i want to say he did okay yeah i was gonna say i'm pretty sure that's a thing from the from the book because, um, you know, Stephen King. But, yeah, he had the stutter in the book um, before Georgie died. You know, I, I, I feel like it might have been better. It might have been a little hammer on nail if you did it where he developed the stutter after Georgie died because of his guilt. Yeah, that would have been a bit too on the nose. That was, Yeah, too ham-handed. So I, I think it kind of works best there. We do get a scene where Richie... 
notices that he didn't stutter uh, when he's give, when he gives a speech. And in It Chapter 2, um, ooh, we should pull up the cast of It Chapter 2 just so we can talk about their adult counterparts. But I do know for a fact that Bill, older Bill, is played by James McAvoy doing a pretty good American accent, honestly. Like, you can't tell that uh, James McAvoy is British in that movie, yeah. or is English in that movie. Oh, James McAvoy is fantastic. Oh, he is so good in anything he does, really. Yeah. But, um... I I really want to see, uh, Split. Split, yes. Split I've, and Glass. I've heard, uh, I've heard Split's really good. I've yeah. heard Glass is eh. Well, it's M. Night Shyamalan, which, you know, we covered in, uh, Last Airbender. Whoa. All the ways back. <laughs> it's really weird, like, doing a movie review like this that was intended to be like our third episode because now we can just go back and look at all the other episodes that we did that would connect to this movie or connect to our discussion. Um, so next we have Beverly Marsh who is played here by Sophia Lillis and uh, Jessica Chastain in it chapter two, right? Yeah. Right. So Beverly is the only female member of the losers club. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, they definitely use that story-wise. You know, she's there. There's a scene which, looking back at it, makes me kind of uncomfortable a little bit. Where the boys spend a good minute looking at her sunbathing. I mean, yes, they're they're boys. They're all you know, uh, preteen the teen boys or whatever. So they're they're gonna ogle her. But I don't know. It's like. It's not like they were intending for us to feel like she was hot too, but also they just linger on it a little too much. I don't know yeah. how I feel about that, honestly. Yeah, it only gets worse if you think about like, the true ending of the book. Yes, which we will not talk about the true ending of the book no. here. If you know, you know. If you don't, if you don't know, you know, now you know. <laughs> Might have gotten a little too carried away there. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, who would we do next? We do my favorite character, Richie Tozier, played by me and Bobby's boy, Finn Wolfhard. And as an adult, Bill Hader. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I believe, I'd have to pull this up, but they were, around the time this movie released, um, or maybe during the press junket for It Chapter One. The cast was given an interview, and they were all asked who they would like to play them when they are older. And I believe Bill Hader was uh, Fenton Wolfhard's choice. I think, didn't they all get their choice? I don't think they all got their choice, because... Except one or two, except maybe one? No, I, I no, 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 because one of them wanted to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the other guy wanted to be, like, Denzel Washington. I don't know. Why don't you guys talk about Richie for a little bit? I'll try and pull up uh, the interview thing. Yeah. Um, Richie's great. Well, Richie's like, so funny. Well, he's not intended to be the main character, but he just kind of makes himself the main character. But it's a little detrimental to the story that Richie is played by Finn Wolfhard because when you have a little kid riding around in a bike fighting against a supernatural threat – and Finn Wolfhard is around. What are you thinking? Stranger Things. Exactly. That's what de- that's what's honestly detrimental to this movie. 
that uh, Stranger Things came out the year before. And, you know, I mean, I love Stranger Things, too. I mean, we've talked about my sailor suit on occasion. <laughs> I, I, I'm proud of you for finally taking it off. Yes, yes. Yesterday. That you know, that you know of I have it <laughs> off. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but it is really detrimental to this story when you have a comparison like Stranger Things, which is ironic because the Duffer Brothers were at one point attached to direct this movie but they were told they weren't experienced enough so they uh ended up not being a part of this movie but they did end up creating stranger things one of the biggest phenomena one of the um most streamed television series of all time the the most streamed netflix original of all time the most streamed original um television series of all time just a whirlwind success. Uh, can't wait for season four. Yeah. You know, just great movie all around. But, uh, or a great show all around. Not to divert too much, but uh, back to the streaming thing. Did you see the stat about the first week that uh, Cobra Kai was up on Netflix? No, what happened? It, in its first week, it streamed, <laughs> like it was streamed altogether for like two billion minutes. Oh, wow. Well, you see, that's what happens when uh, you go from being a YouTube original to a streaming service that people actually use. Yeah, and apparently <laughs> Cobra Kai is fantastic from what I've heard. Yeah, I've only watched the last episode of season two of Cobra Kai, and it was a pretty fun show. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Richie, he's, he's, got, he's got one of my favorite lines in the movie. Uh, correct me if this isn't him, but the one like when they're in the sewers and he's like, "You did this, you." Oh yeah, where he's like, you um, "Convinced me to leave and all this and blah yeah. blah," and now I'm gonna have to kill this fucking clown. Oh, and that... then he fucking just flap. Oh my god, that yeah, no, that Richie definitely is the second to Bill. That isn't like Beverly, um, so. Before we divulge, before we go into any of these other characters, uh, here's the IMDb trivia fact. The cast of the Losers Club were asked whom they would want to play in their adult parts. Finn Wolfhard said Bill Hader. Uh, Sophia Lewis, Lillis said Jessica Chastain. Chosen Jacobs, um, Mike Han- who plays Mike, the you know black kid. Um, he said Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Uh, Jack Dylan Gla- uh, Grazer, who plays Eddie. Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Wyatt Olaf, Stanley Uris, uh, said Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which is ironic because uh, Jeremy Ray Taylor, who plays Ben, said Chris Pratt, and Chris Pratt played an older version of Wyatt Olaf in the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Oh. Yeah, because Wyatt Olaf, we'll talk about him next, but he is the younger version of Peter Quill. Oh, my God. Yeah. I... And Jaden Martell, uh, Bill Denborough, said Christian Bale. Uh, Wolfhard and Lillis were the only two who got their okay. choices. Okay. But, um, yeah, let's talk about uh, Stanley then. So, Stanley, uh, who was he played by in the sequel? <clears throat> Stanley Uris was played by Andy Bean in Chapter 2. Yeah, here's the thing about... Uh, it, this is just in my case. Here's the thing about the cast of It Chapter 2. 
I only recognize like three actors in that cast. Well, maybe four. Um, this is not one of them. And well, obviously it wouldn't be. You know why? Why? Andy Bean is known for being in the DC Universe original series, Swamp Thing. Ooh! I've heard Swamp Thing was good, though. It yeah. was so good, it got canceled. <laughs> because DC Universe was a really shitty streaming service. And now it's all going to HBO Max. Is Swamp Thing getting a season two? Probably not. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's their official response. Go to your room. But, um, yeah, uh, we, you know, Stan is, yeah, so Stanley plays the Jewish character. He's the son of a rabbi. Uh, he has his bar mitzvah. You know, when they go into stereotype in this movie, they kind of go into stereotype with this movie. Yeah. Like, the girl living with her dad, obviously, she's being, you know. Dang. She's, yeah. She's, uh, if you get my drift. Um, if you know, you know. If you, don't, if you know, right. you know. If you don't know, now you know. He doesn't have a lot to do, but I personally like the thing that he's afraid of the most. Um, well, we didn't talk about it, but everybody kind of has something that they're afraid of in this movie. Um, just really quick for the ones we've already covered. Bill is always seeing visions of Georgie because he is afraid of the truth of the fact that he inadvertently caused his little brother's death. Um, Beverly, she gets visions of blood. Uh, it's supposed to be basically her coming womanhood. And also she gets visions of her dad. Not as often, but at the end, uh, Pennywise does turn into her dad to try and scare her. But she quickly rebukes that. And Richie, he just says he's out and out afraid of clowns. Which he eventually comes up with the courage to help defeat Pennywise, as Walter put it earlier, where he has to kill the fucking clown. But um, Stanley's main fear is a painting in his dad's office of a deformed woman playing a flute. And uh, I really like that fear. It's, it is it is probably the creepiest thing. Besides who whose fear we have next, which is Eddie. Played by <clears throat> in the sequel. Yeah. Jack Dylan Grazer in this movie. And um while Bobby's pulling up the cast list. James Ransom. Right, James Ransom. But anyway, um Eddie's fear is well it's mainly disease because his mom shelters him too much. She gets him gazebos or as we know them, placebos uh, saying that he has a fake illness that he's, you know, just, he's basically a germaphobe. And not to cut you off, but there's actually a name for like parents that do that. Yeah. It's uh, called Munchausen by proxy because like Munchausen syndrome is when you think you're sick all the time and you need medicine all the time. Right. But when a parent does that to their child, Munchausen by proxy, which really messed up stuff, happens in real life. Yeah, no doubt, definitely. Um, yeah, but Eddie's biggest fear is the leper, which probably is the best effect in the entire fucking movie. Mm -hmm. Like, just how gross and deformed that character is, and 
honestly, that's probably the one that scared me the most is the leper. Um, but then we have Ben, uh, who is played in the sequel by, but Jeremy Ray Taylor plays Ben. He's the new kid at school. He is the fat kid of the group as they put him. Um, he gets fucked up a lot. Like Eddie breaks his arm in the movie and then Stan gets bite marks all across his face. But, uh, yeah. Um, Ben kind of gets sliced a lot, like in the stomach areas and like he gets Henry's name, which Henry Bowers is the bully character that we'll talk about after the big group. But, uh, yeah, he kind of gets fucked up a lot. He's the one who has a secret crush on Beverly and, uh, he doesn't exactly get the girl at the end of this movie, but in the sequel, he gets hot. Yeah, he gets hot in the sequel, and he gets the girl. Uh, who is he played by in the sequel? He is played by... Insert ellipses here, because I have to actually go to Wikipedia to figure it out. Oh my God. Um, Bobby, you can't just IMDB it chapter two? I could. I could. Let me tell you, I could. I just realized... Jay Ryan. Jay Ryan. I just realized that the IMDB page uh, still shows C showtimes and tickets. Um, apparently at the Sycamore Theater, they are playing it at, where does it think I fucking am right now? (laughs) Oh, Sycamore, Illinois. I guess they're playing it at six o'clock. Yeah, let's fucking go. (laughs) Hold on. What are they? What else are they playing? They're playing Deathly Hollows part two, Nightmare Before Christmas. What the fuck is, what the hell? What the hell? That's such a weird combination of movies. That is. I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic, Walter. And uh, October. Yes. Damn. You gotta get kind of spooky. Little little spooky. Little ooky spooky. Ooh. All right, we're going to turn off the recording equipment right now. <laughs> we're going to turn off the equipment right now while we beat Walter's ass. Um, just technical difficulties. But anyway, uh, yeah. So then we have, last but not least, we have Chosen Jacobs as Mike Hanlon, who is played by... Isaiah Mustafa. Who is... The Old Spice Guy. The Old Spice Guy. He's played by the Old Spice Guy. He's also a wide receiver. Yeah. He he didn't really make it past uh, practice points. Right. I mean... But you know what? Old Spice... Uh, no, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure practice squad players get paid pretty well, too. But you know what NFL player did become the Old Spice guy? That wasn't the older version of Mike in this movie. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Terry, Cruz. Terry remember, come on the show. I remember when Terry Crews like, first started getting like mainstream famous when he was in those... Uh, office linebacker commercials when he would just tackle people through their cubicles. When was this? 1976? Like 2002? Boy, I remember 2002. I remember Terry Crews from White Chicks and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Terry likes his yogurt. The the joke is I I don't remember 2002. How do you not remember 2002? I don't remember a lot of things. You were 10. I don't remember a lot of things. But anyway. Bob, have you been hit in the head too many times? Probably. Oh, Bobby. 
but anyway, um, one thing people have a complaint about this movie is that Mike in the original miniseries, and I believe in the book, has a much bigger role as the keeper of the town's records, which they do give him in It Chapter 2 where he stays in the town and yeah. he's you know helping them out. Uh, bringing them all back. Um, but they give a lot of that role to Ben in this movie. And I guess that is just more to establish why he's worth. But honestly, they could have either condensed the characters or given Mike more to do. Because I feel like him and Ben kind of serve the same purpose of being the ones brought into the Losers Club after getting bullied by Henry Bowers in the gang. Which yeah. Henry Bowers is the secondary antagonist of this movie. He is just this bully character that they uh, encounter a lot of times and eventually doesn't get possessed by Pennywise, but becomes one of Pennywise's henchmen and um, ends up falling down a well. And killing his dad. Oh yeah, he did kill his dad. Which, I mean, his dad seemed like kind of a prick, but also his dad stopped him from shooting a cat. So, in the way the pros, the cons, I am pro his dad. Yeah, there is a really cool scene where his dad, like, shoots at his feet, causing Henry to cry, and he's like, look at that. Look at that pussy. He doesn't say that. But, um, yeah, no, that's another thing. The adults in this movie are kind of pieces of shit. Oh, yeah. All of them, either they're trying to sleep with these characters or they're just being really mean to them. Like Eddie's mom, for example, or the creepy pharmacist that, you know, definitely creeping on uh, Beverly there with, oh, you look just like Lois Lane. Or, you know, Beverly's dad, you know, she looks just like Lois Lane. Who is uh, the thing he does. If you know, you know. If you don't, well, you know. If you don't know, now you know. I'm sorry, Biggie. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry, Biggie. But, yeah, when when Beverly's dad died, that was the happiest moment of the movie. Did he die? I would assume. That was a very large object he got smashed he in the face. He got smashed with. in the face with the lid to the back of a toilet. Yeah, he just got hit with porcelain. I mean, these kids got fucking hit I mean, with rocks. He, he definitely bled out. Have you ever held the... <laughs> back of a porcelain toilet they are okay heavy. okay all right but okay we get it the so thing is that, is ripped. the thing is the thing is that beverly just says that she's moving with her aunt if she killed her dad she would not be moving with her aunt she would be going to juvie i have a feeling like the dad got knocked out police found him she finally said hey this man you know you don't know now you know <laughs> and then there we go you're living with your aunt now and it's all first friends. <laughs> Coming soon to HBO Max. I'm gonna just unplug your mic. Real quick. <laughs> you're 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 getting final debate treatment right now. <laughs> your speaking privileges have been revoked. But anyway, um, yeah. So Pennywise, he feeds off the fear of little kids. And uh, he comes out every 27 years, uh, which, hell, 2017, you were 27 at the time, weren't you, Walter? Yes. 
No. <laughs> no. Wait. To think about no. It. I was 28. In 2017. And you were born in 1989. Wait. 2017. Yes. Yes. I was 27 in 2017. Yes. Okay. Or what? Or what? Or what? Or what? Or what? Why do I put up with you? <laughs> One of you doesn't talk. The other, uh, the Wait, other no. just. I would have been. I would have been twenty-eight Walter. in twenty seventeen. How would you be twenty-eight? Wait, Walter. Walter, you let me talk. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna make this a lot easier for you. Go on your phone. Get the calculator up. Twenty seventeen minus nineteen eighty-nine. Boom. Your answer. Actually, that would be twenty-eight. Yes. Well, not that hard of an equation! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've just deteriorated. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. 1989. I'm yeah. Oh, you know what it is? You know what I'm thinking about? This movie was released 27 years after the miniseries, which was released in 1990. So, but I have a feeling it chapter two does take place in 2016 though, where you would have been 27. Fucking yeah. old bastard. Yeah. <laughs> ah! My God. I turned 21 in 2016, by the way. Boys, if you wanted to know. I know you don't drink. I don't drink anymore, no, no. Also, no. we get it, you are baby. I am I am very much baby. But anyway. So, um, do you guys remember anything about it, Chapter 2? Um, I remember uh, the bully escaping from the... Uh, the What's the best way to put this? The the asylum. The asylum, yeah. The mental institution. There you go. Uh, and trying to kill them. I I remember the like ritual they had to do to to actually kill Pennywise. Um, I remember them showing a lot of messed up flashbacks. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just a fan of the callbacks. Like, especially the, uh, the three door scenario. Oh, yes. Um, uh, what is it? Scary? Not scary at all. And very, very scary. scary. Oh, man. I forget. Wasn't it like a little dog in the, in the sequel and like it turns into like a tiger or something? Yeah. Something like that. Oh, my God. I got to watch it. Chapter two again. Yeah. You know what other movie I just saw? Uh, Dr. Sleep, which came out last year as well. Oh, how was that? Oh, it was phenomenal. I honestly really liked Dr. Sleep. But like I said, The Shining is one of my favorite movies, horror movies of all time. So oh, yeah. I... it definitely borrows a lot from Kubrick's vision of that movie. I know it's a lot different from the books. But, uh, yeah, Dr. Sleep is definitely a, rec a recommend. Maybe we could do it for the show, but... Um, 
I guess we'll see about that. That'd be an idea. It would be an idea. So let's just round this up. Uh, what were some of you guys' favorite scenes in this movie? I personally like the projector scene. Again, the, uh, the three-door scenario. Three-door scenario, okay. Um, Walter? I think uh, there are a few, as far as like character building goes and developing the relationship between all of them, uh, the quarry scene's really important. The one where they're all swimming? Yeah. And they're all in tidy whities and then there, there's a two-minute scene of them just ogling Sophia Lillis. Okay. In her... at, before and after that part. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> FBI, open up! <laughs> no, all right, we'll cut all this out. But yeah, no, just the, yeah, just that bonding scene that they get together. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's pretty nice. I've never actually, you know, gone swimming in a quarry with friends. That seems definitely like a white person thing to do. But It's probably an 80s thing to do. Probably, yeah. Um, we we just we just played video games at my house. Yeah, and ate pizza. But I can I, go for a pizza. Yeah, you remember the last time we went for a pizza? <laughs> That's why I don't drink anymore. But before we wrap this up, if you remember, I had a I said I have a really out there theory about this movie. Yes, let's hear it. Okay, let me debunk this for you. I'm not saying it's the truth. I'm not saying there's any real evidence to it. I'm saying it could be theorized. So, do we ever see the parents interact with, uh, what's his name, the little brother? Georgie? Georgie. No. Probably in the book. Here's my thing. I'm not saying he's not real. He's very much real. Um, but he didn't. He didn't even make it outside. That scene, you're like how it got really intense when when he when Georgie just went down to the basement. Yeah. He falls down the stairs. That's how he died. And everything else is like. So. Uh, all the characters have certain traumatic moments. Right. That could, in theory, drive one to be institutionalized. Are you about to give us like a fucking Ed, Ed, and Eddie, it's all heaven? No. This is all in their heads, and it's them in like some sort of institution in their. And the scenes where they flash back to the things that do traumatize them are like therapy sessions. And Pennywise is them try is what they're trying to break through, like that barrier, that wall. I feel like you have some ground with this theory that Pennywise is actually just a representation of childhood trauma, mainly because that that is what Pennywise is supposed to be perceived of as course. in the book. But um, there is one thing that uh, kind of disproves your theory here. Yeah. There's that one scene where we get of uh, Bill and his dad where he's like, Georgie's dead, he's gone. And Bill is, you know, Bill drew this diorama of the sewer system and he's like, get rid of this before your mom sees. That wouldn't be there if Georgie fell down the stairs and died. Yeah, then... It's definitely that he... Yeah. The theory, not the theory, but the the explanation is that he fell down the storm drain. And not to mention too that um, 
Georgie's death is called back in 11.22.63, if you have read or um, watched that series. Right, because there is a Stephen King multiverse out there. Uh, how do they reference that? Um, uh, one of the characters visited Derry, and the bartender told him the story. Little kid fell down the storm drain? Yep. All right. Oh. Well, I think we did it, boys. We reviewed <laughs> It Chapter 1 in our own capacity geek way. How do you guys feel? Good. We, we, we actually did the thing. We did the thing that's been hanging over our heads for a year now. Tune in, eventually, for Rocket Man. Tune in never for Small Soldiers. Get out, everybody! Well, we're not there yet. Soon. Yeah. Tune but boys... Someday. Or... Just cut his fucking mic. Cut his fucking mic. Fat Albert. That's my line! But anyway... Uh, boys, I think... We earned a little bit of fun. He did. Next week is Halloween. And you guys know what that means. Good night, everybody. Why do I do this to myself? Why? This would be either a good chance to like cut most of this part out or uh Pause. Put Spanish play. Do you want to pause? I'll just put Spanish play in post. Are you okay?